because I think about these, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about what is the most trash um, parents in the sitcom. Mm. And I say Dee Dee and Stew Pickles. Okay. Because how your your kids like breaking into shit, escaping the house, all that, and y'all don't notice any of it. That's true. That's true. Um, that's a that's a good that's a good thought. Yeah, they are. They do not watch their their one year old, and then they had a they had the nerve to have another, another kid, baby, yeah, and then do the same shit. The babies were having delusions? Yeah. Like, it wasn't real. The babies were imagining half of it. But they definitely did get out of their, their, you know, things. Their playpen. Yeah. And and let's not talk about the first Rugrats movie. That is a fucking travesty that they got lost. Mmm, the Wild Thorn. That is a trash family. You know, he was a single father. He was a single father. I will give him a little bit of grace. Yeah, but still, who I will not give grace is Carl and Harriet Winslow. Because how your baby go upstairs and disappears, and you never talk about her again. Oh, that's true. How does how how does one lose a child upstairs? They she literally went to the upper room. Yeah, and never. They hold her hostage or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Rocket Power. Um, I was thinking about that. The dad is like pretty much just another kid. He is a child. Yeah. um, hmm, So many. So many trash parents. So many trash parents. Like. What? What's that? Um, I haven't watched SpongeBob, but I think his parents are trash just just for the fact that they they uh, created a SpongeBob. But his parents were sponges. <laughs> they were. Yeah, his they, they got were dried sponges. up or something. No, they didn't get dried up. Oh, his parents are living. Oh. Mm. Now Patrick's parents, they are trash. Because they call him all kinds of dumbass, stupid ass motherfucker, you know, blow his confidence. Jeez, what a Mother's Day episode! Man. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a what a, a a way to bring in a Mother's Day. Just talk about trash sitcom parents. Oh, uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, yes, that was that was a pair of trash parents. Yes, a man child and you know, one of the toughest the demonized. Roughest. Mother. Mothers, yeah, she's loving though, in her way. She tried. They tried, but those kids were bad too. Yeah, so. it, was, it, was, it was just a whole bunch of different things. Who else? It's somebody. It's like something in my head that's just like, you know. Well, think thankfully that most of uh, the black parents were good parents. Yes. Yeah. You think about all the shows, the uh, Huxtables, you know, despite, you know, Cliff being what he ended up being. 
I don't know. The whole thing they had with, um, what's her name? Cousin Pam? They always called her Cousin something. Um, and they would treat her like she was the redheaded stepchild. Like, mm. don't you be like Cousin Pam or whatever her name was. They weren't very welcoming into their upper echelon home. That's true. But who was? was oh, Transparents. Uh, Moesha Daddy. Yes, uh, that is exactly who I was yeah, thinking of. Moesha's Daddy. Frank Reynolds. Is yes. that his name? Something. Frank. Frank. Yeah. That was a trash-ass daddy. It was a trash-ass daddy who, who, was, who contradicted himself quite a lot. Then had the nerve to have another kid. And then moved the kid in. Trash. Mm. But I will give it up to Dee, because she did her best as a stepmother. She was. That, you know, she tried so much, because it's like, once, once uh, you know, Moesha started be, stopped being annoying, you know, an annoying teenager for yeah. like the first three seasons, that's when the show got better. Because their relationship got better. Her, her and her father's relationship, not so much, but um, yeah. But Frank was trash, so yeah, he was he was trash five seasons in a row, or however long. Oh, let's start the show. Yeah, let's go. Hold on, say some some something. Say some. I tried to make that a song, but that was the words of the. Those were the lyrics. Welcome to Weird, Awkward, and Cool. I am John. I am Shanna Banana. And I'm Riley Riley. <laughs> <laughs> now she is she is uh, with her mother on Mother's Day, so shout yeah. out to you. You know, um, welcome out. to the the No Hangout with Mother's Day Club. Well. Yeah. My mom is, is jet-setting somewhere, you know. It's, oh. it's, you know. You know it's the time of year, yeah. you know. It's that time of year. I want to be your parents when I grow up. It's that time of year, so they are, you know, out out and about. Mm. So I already, you know, celebrated Mother's Day with my mom. Got her a Prince card. Oh, that's nice. With as her as Prince. You asked her who is Prince. No, I put a picture of her with- as Prince. Oh. Yeah, hold on. Let me see. I need picture. to see this. It's the cutest thing ever. It's like it's so cute. It's like I'm beaming with with how much cuteness it is. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, I love it so much. It's like the cutest thing. And she, Where you know, did you get that? I had to get it custom made. Oh. From Etsy. Somebody from over the pond. It took I meant to get it for her last year. Mm-hmm. But because it came from over the pond, I didn't get it till October. God damn. Yeah, so um, I held on to it and then gave it to her this, uh, this Mother's Day. How did she react? Oh, she teared up. Aww. Yeah. She put it in a good case in the house, you know, good with the china. Oh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's not a refrigerator card. No, it's, a, it's, it's, it's one of them, them cards that's going to be there. 
Preserved. Preserved. So, All right. Happy like, Mother's Day, John's mom. Yeah, happy Mother's Day, mom. All right. How are you feeling? I'm good. I spent. I spent happy Dog week. Mom's Day to you. Thank you. You know, did did uh, Lana get you uh, some licks and loves this morning? She she did give me lots of love and kisses this morning. She made me a Mother's Day card at daycare. Really? Yes. That is cute. Did they put the phone? Did yes. <laughs> you gotta show. You gotta show me a picture of that. It's a <laughs> it's a paw print, and then it says, "I love you, Mom. Happy Mother's Day." And it was like, mm, so cute. Oh man, that is, that is that's adorable. That's adorable. I wonder how long she she uh, was trying to take that paint off her hand. Um. Taking the paint off wasn't hard, but the daycare worker said that it took forever to get the paw print on. Oh. Yeah. And the one that they finally gave me was the fifth one that they tried. Because I wonder how many paw prints are just on the ground yep. from from her just, yep. just running around like, ooh, okay. Yep. I can just track my, my, my steps. Just doing what she does. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the shout-outs. Oh, oh. Shout-out to everybody. I had fun. Uh, shout-out to... I guess to all the mothers out there. Yeah, shout-out to y'all. Yeah. You know, um, for good and bad, uh, mothers have given us life and brought us into this world. Um, if you are a great mother... You're a great mother. If you are, you know, not so great, I I don't know what to say. I'm well. I'm, I'm I am I am off the rails with this shout out. <laughs> shout out to all the moms. Yeah. Um, and with that, shout out to Hot Girl Summer. I hope you mothers are out there getting your Hot Girl Summer on. It's on and popping. Some of us are single, ready to mingle. Gonna do the damn thing this summer. All right. Let's get into the weirds. Yes, let's get into the weirds. That's suspicious. That's weird. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, so husband says holographic wife is not speaking to him. Oh, shit. <laughs> is that a fictosexual? Fictosexual, yep. Husband says hologram wife no longer speaks to him, driving a wedge between them. Uh, and if you are seeing how this uh, this wife looks, she is an anime character mm -hmm. with blue hair all the way down to her feet. Uh, so this uh, fictosexual man is desperate to, uh, for help after struggling to bond with his holographic wife after four years of marriage. Four years of Four years of married to a hologram. Mm. And it's not even... No, okay, I'm going to keep reading. Began dating a fictional computer-synthesized pop singer by the name of Hanasune Miko. Sure. Oh, Hatsune. Hatsune. I know, I know a little bit. I can, I can say Japanese words, but I cannot say Spanish words for, for nothing. Ain't that crazy? Well, Japanese is like syllabic. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's a little easy, easier to pronounce. Um, the anime character was portrayed as a 16-year-old with 
16. So, so, all right. So, not only are you talking to a hologram anime character, you're talking to a minor at that? Lord Jesus. All right. In uh, 2018, he decided to take the relationship to the next level when he married Miko. The ceremony cost 2 million yen. Jesus. Which is about 17,300. Um, <clears throat> so, thanks to Gatebox, a 1300 system that allows uh, device users to engage with characters via holograms, he was able to interact with Miko for the first time a year before they, re- they went. So engage, he was able to fuck it. Uh, I suppose that's what that means. No. Sadly for him, support for Gatebox software was discontinued. Oh no! <laughs> Meaning that he can no longer speak to. Oh, okay. Speak. Um, a factor is driving a wedge between them. The thirty-eight-year-old admits that he, uh, while living in silence, has caused some strain. He is still madly in love with her. For those who are completely uh, clueless as to what a fictosexual is, it is an individual who is sexually attracted to fictional characters. So, um, in the grandness of scheme from a lot of people, aren't we all at one point a fictosexual? I guess, because our first like crushes were like, cartoon characters. Cartoon, yeah, like... We it's like a phase that we eventually grow out of. Hopefully, some people, obviously not this guy. Um, yeah, we transfer that love to real people, right? Because there was some, you know, because how people were sexualizing Lola Bunny at one point. I mean, she was a sexualized character. Though. She was, yeah, that first one. I used to have a thing for Jessica Rabbit. Was my favorite first uh, crush as well. Yeah, she was. And then, um, you ever seen, um, God, I forgot the name of that movie with Brad Pitt. And he enters the cartoon world. I know, I know the movie that you're talking about. It's like, uh, Cool World. Cool World, that's cool the name world. of it. Yes. Leave it to me to know every cartoon movie variation. But Holly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holly? That she. But she looked like the actress that she played. She did. Like, I forgot who the actress is, but yeah, she was very pretty. Yeah. But still. Um, thousands of fictosexual people uh, exist in Japan and have begun similar relationships with fictional characters. However, he has taken a step further by marrying his dream character. He has a whole entire Instagram account dedicated to his wife. All right, prayers to them and their um, their union. All right, prayers to him to figuring out a software to allow him to see. That's the problem with Japan, right? That that's what they. I read an article that so many people are like, are at least men. Like it's a it's a abundance of women that that are like mad over there because men are like doing this virtual reality thing mm-hmm. or so so much they're 
they are happy and content within themselves and they're not having kids. They're not going out and talking to real women. That's true. Which is easier than talking to a woman, I suppose. Yeah, but still. I guess it's like... What are the women doing? Going to other countries. Oh. Yeah, they go to other countries and getting them men. Some uh, go to Korea. Some come to America. This is like, if they want a kid, they can't. They can't have one in Japan. I mean, of course, it's like, of course, there's a guy that's like, sure, yeah. But it's like thousands of uh, of men are doing this. So, damn. They sell panties in in uh like in vending machines. Like they 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 like Japan. And, you know, listener, if you live in Japan or been to Japan and you can prove a fact, please let us know. But from what I read, is like they cater to those who want to have these asexual relationships. Mm. So. More productivity. Mm-hmm. They're able to do their job and then go home and be with their virtual whoever. I can I see the appeal in it. I just I don't know. I like a, a a real body. Yeah. Like, but you know, to each his own. I suppose. All right. So a couple words on plane. Hmm. So romantic. Oklahoma couple went aboard a plane after Vegas kite uh a flight cancellation. Um. So they were going to elope in Las Vegas. Um, and the flight got canceled, so they were able to hold their wedding aboard a Southwest airplane. Uh, they booked a, a, a Sunday flight to Las Vegas and decided to travel uh, in their wedding attire uh, to be ready for their wedding chapel appointment at 9 p.m. When they arrived to the Dallas-Fort Worth uh, airport, to catch their connecting flight, which is a real thing. I definitely did that before. Had to to go to Dallas to connect to go to Vegas. So hectic. But uh, a fellow passenger who was attempting to travel from Dallas to Las Vegas overheard them discussing their predicament and revealed he was an ordained minister. And... um, was willing to personally preside over the wedding in Vegas. The trio booked the last remaining seats uh, in the Southwest flight and took a a ride-sharing car uh, from one Vegas airport to another. While boarding the new flight, the pilot, pilot, uh, Captain Gill, noticed Patterson uh, was wearing a wedding gown and asked her about it. Oh, this is so much. So basically, the uh, the captain saw that was like, oh, y'all, y'all, y'all about to get married? How about y'all have a a, a marriage on this plane? And so the the nosy uh, random guy who who uh, was all in their business decided to <laughs> to marry them on this plane. See, that would be the f- number one. Like, <laughs> first off, mind your business. Right. Second off, we trying to figure this shit out ourselves. Thank you for helping, but leave me the fuck alone. Like that. All this whole 
this whole story just reads people not minding their business. And it happened to work out for the best. Even the pilot was like, oh, y'all want to get married on the plane? Yeah. Bet. We're a little delayed, so we can we can have a whole ceremony right here. So was it delayed or it was canceled, right? Oh, hold on. Um... Yeah, the flight was canceled. So why were they on the tarmac? No, they the their initial flight was canceled, oh. and they went to another. Uh, and when the, when that flight was canceled, that's when the nosy dude was like, oh, "Oh, I was going to Vegas too. I will marry y'all." So all three of them got in a, a Uber to another airport in there in, in oh. Dallas to go there. And when they was on the plane, the pilot was being nosy. And he was like. Oh, what y'all doing here with the wedding gowns and the and the, the tuxedo? Oh, y'all going to Vegas? Oh, y'all not going to make it on time to y'all thing because of the, the cancellation? Oh, how about y'all have your wedding on this plane? Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I mean. Yes, they were. Y- yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they, they were. Because <laughs> one of us, we would have stopped at the first dude like, excuse you. Like, no, uh, uh, it depends on on the mood though. Like, oh yeah, cool, yeah, thank you. But it seemed like he just ins- they three the three of them traveled from one airport to another. They became friends. They became friends. Yeah. Yeah. So I some stop, friends. Maybe I should stop minding my business. I can make some friends. That's what happened. You know. That's the the. Uh, the double-edged sword of mining and not minding your business. Because if you don't mind your business, you can either find like a really good friend mm-hmm. or you'll find an enemy. Yeah. So, may the odds be in your favor. All right. This next one is a doozy. So, Tropicana unveils cereal meant to be eating with orange juice. Absolutely not. No Why way. the fuck would you eat uh, cereal with orange juice? It's like they're gonna try combining cereal and orange juice. Mm, Tropicana Crunch is made for orange juice. The honey almond cereal. No. It's designed to be eating with orange juice. No. And and look at this bullshit. Look at the ad. Look at the hand on the ad. That pandering. They, they got a black woman pouring orange juice into cereal. I mean, shout out to you for getting your coins, boo. But this ain't it. This ain't, ain't it. Like, I would not put orange juice into my cereal. They said this is the first cereal made for OJ and probably the last. Yes. Goddamn right. It's like making cereal for fruit punch. Ugh. I'm making cereal for... That's like putting apple juice in apple jacks. Wait a minute now. That I actually might have came up with something. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on now. Let All me right. try to taste this. At least mouth. apple cider into apple, apple jacks. Yes, I can that, see it. I can, I can, I can actually it. get down with that. That might work. I can see that, yep. Like a... Um, like an apple cinnamon latte or something mm-hmm. in there. Yes. It might have to be warmed. Yes. It might have to be warmed. Yeah. 
Man, you might have did something there. I might have did something with that one. But not orange juice. Not orange juice. No. I can't think of a single thing that goes with orange juice. No. It's already bad enough if you have orange juice after you uh, brush your teeth. It's, it's one of the worst mouthfeels. Nah. Me, personally, I still think eating chocolate after you brush your teeth because mint and chocolate together to me is... Ooh. I just, it's just not a, it's not a preference for me, but it's not too bad, the, the mint and chocolate. It's, ugh. Like, it's something that could work together, but I just don't like it. All right, so fuck that. Fuck uh, orange juice and cereal. Let's go to the next story. All right, man demands police be called after being charged 40 euros for drinks. 40 pounds? Oh, 40 pounds. Which is more than a euro. Oh. Is this the man? Uh, <laughs> His face. He was belligerent. Yes. So, man demands somebody call police after being charged 39 uh, pounds for two vodka drinks. That's almost $80. Yeah. This, this seems a tad bit... Seeing the picture, a tad bit of racism for for charging me twenty dollars for uh, a vodka lemonade. So he was going to see. Uh, he was celebrating Kehlani's, uh music release, which they had an open bar there. Um, so it was free drinks, but after the event ended, he still decided, like, I want you know, a couple more drinks to get my rocks off. And so mm. when they charged him, they charged him 40 pounds for it. And so he was like, yo, this is straight up robbery. I'm calling the police. Yeah. He even posted the uh, Kettle One, $14 a piece. And then they charged him two lemonades for $3 a piece. I mean, three pounds a piece. That is ridiculous. For some kettle one, man, I would have threw that drink back out at them. Like you got it. Yeah, he's a black man, by the way, everyone. He is a black man. He's a black man, and uh, they definitely tried to get him. Well, they got him because you know, I'm pretty sure you pay for that. Mm. Damn. Mm-mm. Twenty-eight pounds for the vodka shots. Six pounds for the lemonade. And five dollars service charge for service charge. Hell no. Mm. Ain't no way I'm paying eighty dollars for a drink. Fuck that. So and of course people say you can buy a whole bottle for twenty two pounds. Of course, that's not even the point because if you go to a club, you realize that the the price of inflation is is ten times. You get you get a bottle of Hennessy for five hundred dollars. They charge a bottle of Hennessy for $500 in some clubs. You know, um, I went to a place a couple weeks ago, and they had Closet Azul. Oh, God. You can go to the store and buy Closet Azul for less than $200. Yes. It's, it's probably like $130. It's, it's, it yeah. depends on, you know, the, the bottle and, you know, the size. Yeah. They were charging $55 per shot. Shot? Per shot. Oh, they 
you know, if you get five shots, they didn't make they didn't double the the price of the bottle. Yeah. That's that's smart business businessing, but still, you, that was the best shot I've ever had in my goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but oof. Uh, prayers to you, man. You know, hopefully, I know I know they didn't call the cops because Mm-mm, don't you know, do that. Even across the pond, don't do that. That's and also that's just saying stop being so greedy. Enjoy enjoy the open bar while it is. That's why it's open. Right. Why? Why are you buying? Why are you getting drinks after the the open bar closes? That's a no no, right there. That's a no no. Never. It's open bar from uh, twelve to two. All right, from twelve o two to uh, one fifty eight. Enjoy yourself. Get it, get it how you live. Yeah. But to each his own. All right. Uh, school board member posts link to porn site for students. So Ohio uh, school board member censored for a typo that linked to porn site. Forty-one year uh, old refused to resign, saying that uh, the link she intended uh, to post was a site about sexual education for teens. Ah, it was one of those uh, Pornhub.om instead of Pornhub.com. What is that? <laughs> you know how if you look at on, you've, you've watched porn before. Sure. Everybody's watched porn. And then sometimes if you type in the uh, the, the website and, it'll, and you typed out, you typoed, mm-hmm. and it takes you to a whole different type of site. Oh. I've never done that before. Yeah. So maybe that's what would this happen? I'm just shooting her bell. That's still nasty. Because how is the site that you meant to send with a typo will take you to a porn Poor site? site right. Yeah. I don't believe that it was an accident. Yeah. I think that she was like, <laughs> I'm going to slip in some porn. This is going to be funny. Because she's childish. Mm. Okay. Nobody's saying what what site it is. Um. Like, show us the real. Show us the the. Show us the the real site you meant to post. Are are you been lying? And she never posted the real site, so. So they didn't fire her. They just put her on post approval. Mm. Which, if anybody's ever been in a Facebook group and you get put on post approval, that's like the walk of shame right there. Yeah. They got a vote on it. Yeah, all the admins have to yeah. decide whether or not this content is... Yeah. And if they ain't fucking with you, you just you ain't getting posted. And by the looks of this story, ain't nobody fucking with her. Nope. So... Good luck getting your shit out, sis. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Nastiness, nastiness all around. Sorry, boo. Nastiness, nastiness. You a clown. All right. That was the weird. Let's get into the awkward. (laughs) Oh, dear. What an awkward situation. Prom. So, how do you feel about prom? Well, it is prom season right now. Yeah, true, true. 
I'm loving all of the looks that I'm seeing from the the young black kings and queens. Yeah, they they have gotten better. This is probably one of the best uh, yeah. prom years because you know, from my year to probably your year to the years before, it's been <laughs> been some while, especially where we w- went to school. Yeah, <laughs> they are. It was a lot. I feel like my prom look was basic as hell in comparison to what they wear now. Yeah. Like, what I wore in 2005 is... Mm. Yeah, what I wore in 2008 was, uh, you know, the the vest and the jacket, you know, the tie. All that. Yeah. Even though uh, I had... My date had sent me the color that she wanted to get through the phone... And this was like 2008, mm-hmm. and you know, the couple, you know, it's, it's different, it different good. times. Yeah. So we got two, we got two off. It was like a shade off, oh. but um, it still worked. Um, my awkward uh, prom story is that you know, although we had a good time, well, all we did was really go to prom to take pictures, and you know, have like little food and the show face. But the after party for prom was better. So, um, <clears throat> I was like, I didn't know if I wanted to go to, to the after party. And I was like, I told my date that, and she was like, oh, whatever. So, she uh, she left after prom and went home or did whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, after she, about like 10 minutes after she left, I was like, huh. I think I want to go to the party. <laughs> I went to the party. Had the the time of my life. Oh my god! The time of my life. You couldn't call the right quick. Like I changed my mind. I'm going. Do you want to come with me? See, this is the awkward part. When uh, when I went there, guess who was there? She wasn't there, was she? She was there. Oh shit! Yeah, she was there. And that was awkward. Yeah. So both of y'all was like, wow. So, you know, everybody saw us together. So, oh, yeah, y'all came through too. Because everybody, you know, pretty much came with their dates to the party. But we came separately. separately. Wow. That That is hilarious. I'm sorry. No, it is. Um... My awkward from prom was, <laughs> so first off, I couldn't get a real date. I went with my friend who was like a gay guy and, you know, that was fine because it was fine. Um, He stood me up. And so when it came time to take pictures, I had to take pictures by myself and explain to the photographer that my date stood me up. He came like two hours late. But then all he did was hang out with the gay boys. What? He flaked you for the... For the he he put uh, hoes over homie? Yes. Yes. <sighs> Shame. Shame. I loved him, but... And I was, like, in real, actual love with him. Um... Which is terrible, because I was in love with the gay kid. Mm. Classic. I have another awkward story with him, but 
well, this was his redemption to me because a year later when we were in college, we, uh, we got really high and then decided, and he was like, you know, it was really fucked up what I did at prom last year. And I was like, yeah, but whatever, it's over. We're in college now. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to make it up to you. Get in the car. So we got in the car. I didn't know where we were going. I was just high as shit. So we, uh, we drove to Tennessee and went to Bonnaroo. To Bonnaroo? Yeah. Wow. See, I... Nope. Not gonna, not gonna share that story. Because I did too many uh, secret uh, road trips. But, oh. But uh, Bonnaroo is nice, I hear. Bonnaroo is nice, but we went with just ourselves in the car. Yeah. So we met some nice white people. And, yes. Uh, I think I may have told this story before. Um, and slept in their, their tent and did drugs with <laughs> Don't ever do drugs with random white people, please. Oh, that's a, that is the that is my message for a hypothetical uh, road trip to uh, Bonnaroo that I did not take. Do not take random drugs with white people. Yep. yep. Or you will learn things or see things that you would not want to see. Yep. Yep. Or experience things that you didn't think you you would ever experience. Yep. That's all I got to say. Be careful for taking on drugs from white people as a black person. But that's how my... Just as a person. Like, you could be any... You could be another white person. Don't take drugs from white people. Don't. <laughs> if a Negro passes you a blunt, you might yeah, be I mean, it depends. What does this Negro look like? Is he a little fidgety? Oh, now, if he's tweaking, don't take anything from anybody that's tweaking. Yeah, like, are they a little bit too cool? Because, you know, drugs affect people in different ways. That's true. So, don't take drugs from people that... that Don't take drugs... If you are going to do drugs, be with people that care about you. You know and trust. Yes. Don't take drugs from strangers. That's the name of this episode. Don't take drugs... Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so... Don't do drugs at prom. Don't. <laughs> All right. Don't. Do <laughs> I'm telling you. Don't do drugs at prom. Or you be uh, like this one girl um, that was at the after prom party in her prom dress. It was it was it was some freaking going on in that that after party. Okay. Some. No, I'm talking about some real deal freaking. You look in the corner. It's some slow whining, and then you know. Next thing you know, you seeing you seeing pants dropping down to knees. Like, what are y'all doing? You know what they doing? No, I, I know what they doing, but what are y'all doing in this uh, this shopping mall, uh, this empty uh, building in a shopping mall, in which they converted into a club? Oh my god! <laughs> Shout out to uh, DeKalb County, and you know the random club clubs in the strip mall. <laughs> yes. Where it was hot as hell, and yeah, yeah, it's just random clubs. It's, it's still probably it's still they probably still get down like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's take a road road it? trip down. Was it figure eight? Figure eight. Yeah. Was it figure eight? It was phase I've, eight. Phase eight. No, phase eight was a that was a lesbian club. Yeah. No. I'm trying to figure out what the name of the club was because it was. Yeah, it was a teen club that oh. night. Oh, you know, you know the teen club. 
is it's just you know their their way of getting money out of teenagers just for one night, mm-hmm. and then the next night it'll be a, a real club. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought this was a house party. They fucking in the club. Oh yeah, this is this. Well, let me tell you this a little backstory about my high school. There was a lot of uh, future entrepreneurs. Um, there was a dude that used to sell cars at, at school. Now he's a successful luxury car salesman. Oh, good for him. There's a dude that used to sell snacks. Now he has several convenience stores. Very nice. Um, a dude that used to promote these parties in which he somehow rented out these, these empty places. And now he's he has very uh, nice clubs in Atlanta. A lot of which that y'all probably have had or tried. Uh, so... Yeah, that's that's how they got down, man. And it makes me feel uh, very sad to just re- repeat other people's accomplishments. But shout out to them. <laughs> yeah, so uh, everybody's got their something. Everybody got their something. That's 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 true. But yeah, they was freaking in, in, in the club. Wow, what is? Are the children gonna be all right? I don't know. I I don't even. You know, it's so sad. It's like until I have my own kids, I don't think about anything that that the uh, the youth are doing. Unless you know, I'll give my my advice to them if they come to me. But I don't think about nothing in comparison to what I did because everybody doing everything. It's been like that in every single generation. My niece has a, a prom coming up. She's it's like her fifth grade prom. And she showed me her dress. Why did it come off sheen? Why? It looks like a little hoochie mama dress. I'll show you the the, the dress. It's Fifth little- grade, prom? Yes. In I, fact- mean, I never even... I didn't even, I didn't even think about the eighth grade prom. Like... This is her dress. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, she looks like she came off the Fashion Nova runway. Wow. But that's what she wanted to wear, so. Hey. Hey, dude, you know. If your mama like it, I love it. Oh, mama don't like oh, okay. it. okay. Never mind. Don't like it. Then I don't love it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. If mama don't like it, I don't like it. No. Auntie don't like it. We don't like it. Yeah. Who who approved of that? She did. That's what she wanted to wear. Trying to teach autonomy. Hey, man. That's the one thing I got to shout out to Gen Z. They they stand in they, they, uh, their beliefs. Like, I yep. want to do this. You know, don't give me trauma denying me this. Yeah. You know, for for better or worse. You know, they might, they're our future. All right. So uh, that is it for the awkward. Uh, if you have an awkward prom story, I know, nope, I'm going to keep business. Um, email us at weirdawkwardcool. Um, you know, DM us at weirdawkwardcool on Twitter and IG. Uh, and that is it. We will have, you know, I will say this now. We will have a... Uh, a podcast TikTok for Weird Aqua Cool. That is news to me, but okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll you know, I'll, it'll just be show stuff. Okay. Um, 
subscribe to the Weird Aqua Cool TikTok. Yeah, whenever that comes out. Um, now let's go for the cool. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Can I hear it again? Do you have time? All right, so this week's cool. Um, it is a black woman who was finally awarded valedictorian for almost 40 years after she graduated. So a black woman was named 40, valedictorian almost 40 years after graduating from her Illinois high school as the top student, which she shared with a white student. Tracy Mears, who was finally granted the honor after a screening of the documentary No Title for Tracy, which sheds light on her story. The title was awarded, awarded to her by the superintendent of the Springfield Public D- School District of 186. We have seen that high school experiences can have a profound lifelong impact. It was such an honor to have Tracy here and give privilege to such an accomplished alumni. So congratulations to you, ma'am. Yeah, congratulations, Tracy. And getting a documentary after you too? Yes. Get that bag from for for you know the shit that they put you through. Forty years. They Forty could. years. And think about how many people that's happened to. Oh, I know a lot. Oh, uh, just to piggyback on uh, on the prom talk about, you know, no shout out to Louisiana. Oh, God, no. No shout out to Louisiana because of, you know, the topic that I, I kind of want us to state. I mean, we can talk about it when all of us and we'll figure out a, sure. a smart way to, to talk about it. But yeah, for what they're trying to do. And no shout out to them because they put, my, not necessarily my dad because he, his time was a little bit more integrated. Mm-hmm. But where my mom grew up, they had separate problems. Oh, Yeah. Segregated proms, segregated uh graduations. Even though it's like they had one graduation that everybody can go to, then they had a white graduation. Oh, so they didn't even have a separate black graduation. That's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But they did have a separate white and black prom though. That's some bullshit. Yeah, super Louisiana, the South. Y'all are so backward, back-ass, backwards. Well, you got one of those students that's like, I like Chuck Berry and, you know, Buddy Holly. Yeah, like my mom, who, who likes every, you know, all all different types of, you know, music. But, um, yeah, shout-out to her, um, you know, able to get over that and, you know, actually heal, uh, hopefully heal, heal from that mm-hmm. because that had to be, like, a lot to deal with. And then shout out for them finally recognizing it and telling her story. Yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah. All right. So uh, is there any last news you got? No, but there are shows that I have been watching. Oh. So I started watching Corporate on Paramount+. Plus. It used to come on um, Comedy Central, but it got canceled in 2020. I never never, um, checked that one out. It's a good show. It's it's pretty funny. Mm. Um, also, the banner from Heaven, whatever that Andrew Garfield show. Oh, is it good? It's good. Okay, it's, uh, I was, it's a little little jarring at first, but okay, because I I was trying to depend, you know, determine if I was going to watch it because I've been watching what Atlanta um, mm-hmm. Mayans now since it came back. 
um, in what? I just forgot what show I was just watching. I think that's something. Huh. I'm going to start Ozark because people keep telling me to watch Ozark. Yeah, that's that's something you you you'll probably enjoy. Yeah, you uh-huh. enjoy Ozark. I like comedies, man. And Ozark is not a comedy. No, it's not a comedy at all. It's, it's quite dark a few times. Oh, and uh, Russian Doll, the new season of Russian Doll. Yeah, I, I've, I watched it. It was. I like how you know. No more <laughs> after this. But I like how they they they, they did it. Like what what other story can they tell? They I, they literally did time travel this this time. Yeah. I think this season is better than the last season. I did enjoy the season uh quite a lot. I did. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Great shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Oh, and check out the new Megan the Stallion, Plan B. I've been bumping it. Plan B. Plan B. Yeah, her new song. Oh, uh, is that the one that she was rapping in? The in one the that car? she came out with, yes, in at Coachella. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I heard that a few times. Uh, I was trying to remember something I was watching. I mean, I, I've been inundated Moon with the. I mean, yeah, Moon Knight was cool. It, it finished. Oh, I saw Doctor Strange. Oh, how was it? Um. Marvel has gotten to a point, right? Which uh, <clears throat> is a big business. And now it, it, it seems to have gotten too big. In which it is now making you have to watch the shows that they put on Disney Plus. Mm. In order to for valid exposition into their movies. So what movie would um, what show do you have to watch in order to understand what's going on in Doctor Strange? WandaVision. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it is essentially WandaVision a movie featuring Doctor Strange. Featuring it's his movie. Yeah, I mean he's he's the the driving force of the story, but. Everything else is based off of what happened in WandaVision. Okay. I haven't finished WandaVision. I only saw the first episode. Yeah. I liked it, but. Yeah, so. Oh, well. And that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. This is it. All right. Well, um, thank you all for, for rocking with us. Uh, uh, this is John. I'm Shanna Banana. Um, <laughs> this is weird. I'm cool. You know, and uh, have a nice day. Bye, y'all. Bye.